Alright guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of All Out Blitz. Today's episode, I will be recapping the Ravens vs. Titans game, since a lot of requests have been made for that. And also, I'm going to preview the Super Bowl this Sunday, which will be featuring the Chiefs vs. 49ers. That should also be a very good game to watch. So, as some of the questions that you guys have asked me, I know that many of you guys are shocked as I am that the Ravens lost. Okay, I am. But, you know, to be honest, I just had a bad feeling about that game. And I'll tell you why. But first, uh, I got so many texts and tweets from people during the game asking me. They're like, Blake, what the heck's going on? You know, hey, man, they're getting beat, man. You know, they're they're choking. I'm like, I know. I'm watching it. <laughs> I know. So I was just as stunned as you guys were. So as expected, it was a long night for me, you know, and it was not a good night. But, you know, we'll move on from that. So to start off, last year's game, I think it was still in Lamar's head, you know, and I think that some players and coaches had the same feeling, you know. Last year they got beat by the Chargers, and, you know, they just weren't there. And I think even though they said it wasn't in there, still in their head, I just had a feeling that, like, the fans knew it, the players knew it. Like, it was just creeping up, you know. As the game got on and they were getting beat, they are like, oh, my goodness, is this going to happen two years in a row? And it did. So they say it wasn't, but I think it was. But don't get me wrong, though. Because Lamar had a great game, okay? He threw a touchdown, and he also threw for almost 400 yards. He threw for 365 yards, which is really good considering that people say, oh, Lamar can't throw, and I'll get to that later. But he also rushed for 143 yards on 20 carries, okay? That's insanely good for a quarterback in a playoff game. You know, he is the best athlete on that field when he plays, and he's going to keep proving it, I think, every game next year, so I can't wait to watch him next year. But... In the bottom line, I think he had an outstanding game, unlike last year. Last year, he waited to the fourth quarter. This year, he, you know, of course, he had two picks, you know. The first pick he threw wasn't his fault. It was a little high, but Andrews should have jumped higher. I get Andrews had a bum ankle that game, but you got to make that catch because that catch, you make that catch, you at least get a field goal out of that instead of a pick, and then you're down by seven points. So that was a major switch in the game, you know. The second pick he threw was his fault, though. He was just trying to make a play, you know, you're down a couple scores, but he'll learn from that mistake, you know, and he'll learn that you can't make those throws in, in these type of games because it will cost you a game. In the playoff game you lose, you're done. So he's got to realize that, that, you know, throw the ball away, move on, next drive, you know, but he'll learn from that. Also, the Ravens' defense did not show up like they normally do. You know, the Ravens' defense is such a staple of the franchise, and that's what, you know, they're basically known for. But I think that Derrick Henry got inside their head, of course, and – they got punched in the mouth early in the game, and they could not recover at all throughout the game. You know, they just, they acted like they didn't want to tackle them. They acted like they didn't want to be there, you know. And the defense, if your defense isn't doing nothing, your offense is going to see that, and it's going to reflect both ways, you know. So that wasn't good. The pass rush wasn't there, and they just didn't have the same energy they had all season, you know. I mean, the pass rush, I get Tannehill didn't throw the ball much, but a strip sack could have changed the game. It just wasn't there. Like I said, overall, the team was just not there, and they were all there all season, so everyone suspected them to be good, but, and, you know, they just weren't there. So um, I do think that the draft this year is going to be heavy on edge rushers and linebackers, but I'll do more on the draft next episode, so stay with me for that one. So, like, last year the offense didn't show up, and this year the defense didn't show up. So I think the biggest takeaways were the Ravens got stopped on 4th and 1 and 4th and 2, two totally different times. You know, that really gets inside your head for the rest of the game. You know, the coaches, which change, it changes play calling, it changes, wow, do I punt it now in fourth and one? 
you know, it just, that really got inside Lamar's head, I think, because all year long, they've been almost perfect on fourth and short, you know, and then the playoff game, when, you, when it matters, they fail twice, so that really is not a good way to start off, you know, a drive or end a drive in a game, so. The next is, they just didn't play the way they did all season. You know, they got scared and throughout last year, and they thought about last year, and they panicked, and you can't do that in a playoff game, and I know Coach Harbaugh, he might get Coach of the Year, but it kind of falls on him, you know. You got to move on past that, and you just got to get ready. I mean, you have to perform on the stage, and they chose the worst possible time to have the worst game of the season in a playoff game. So, you know, they just got to move on, and they will. You know, they're young, and they'll move on. So, you know, we really need the old Ravens vibes back when we weren't scared to play no one. And we just proved it, you know. The Ravens are so hyped up right now, and I just don't think it's the best for the team. I like it more when we're the underdogs, and we can go all the way, and people are not scared to play off. Everyone's scared to play off now, and, you know, that's not good. I think that we need to be the underdogs. Like the Titans were, the Titans were underdogs, and they beat New England and Baltimore because they thought, oh, they can't beat them. Well, they did, you know. So, good host to them. Good job, Titans. I'm proud of you guys, but, you know, he didn't make it all the way, which is sad. But you guys are good. Okay, people also forget that the Ravens' offense and the whole team is quite young. Defense is a little bit older, but the offense is quite young. Most players are still in their rookie contracts on offense. you got Lamar in his rookie contract. you got Hollywood Brown, rookie contract. Both of our tight ends, Andrews and Hayden Hurst, rookie contracts. Miles Boykin is also in the rookie contract. Jalen Ferguson, our top edge rusher besides Matt Judon, is in his rookie contract. So there's a lot of talent that's evolving it's young and that's good and the bad thing is we're, we're going to re resign them all later on but if we can build this so young and they don't have experience yet I mean most of them already have two playoff games under their belt you know the guys they sure only have one but they're going to get better and better and better and realize that you have to win in the playoffs so I think that's a great I just can't wait until they grow together and show off their true selves so in all I think Lamar had a great game the defense had a poor game at best and I think the draft and free agency will solve the We'll solve the defense for next season. So, you know, I'm probably going to go to the Chiefs-Ravens game because it's in Baltimore next season, and I'm super excited for that. I can't wait. The crowd and the atmosphere, I can't wait to witness it in real life. And, I, yeah, I just can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'll probably go with my grandma since she takes me to, to all the Ravens games when they play the Chiefs. I've been to the Vikings stadium. I've been to the Chiefs stadium, but I, I want to go to a home, game, home Baltimore game. That would be fun, you know. See Lamar in person. See just the whole thing in person. I can't wait to... To witness that so that should be good okay I would say to recap the season for the Ravens is hard because of how it ended but to win 12 so first they won two straight then they lost two and then they just won the rest right and to win 12 straight games in the NFL isn't easy to do if you look at who the Ravens beat in that stretch I think it's the best because they beat the Seahawks they beat the Patriots they beat the 49ers they just beat teams that, you know, no one can really beat in a row, you know, they just kept winning and winning and winning, but then they ended with the thud, you know, so it sucks, but it's, the season was great, postseason was terrible, but you just have to look at the whole season, overall I give it about a, probably a B plus for that, you know, not an A because they didn't win the playoffs, but I give it a B plus, so and like I said, Lamar also had an MVP season, I'm sure he'll win league MVP, which is outstanding, I'm sure he wants to win Super Bowl MVP, but he'll learn, you know, Lamar's not a sore loser, you know, he'll keep going good, he'll learn that it takes time, and he'll do good.
Um, so yeah, so Lamar also had so many highlight wheel runs. It was just so fun to watch him every Sunday. I mean, just every Sunday I would just turn on TV and just there goes Lamar breaking ankles, going crazy, and the run against the Bengals will probably go down in the top three runs I've seen on TV by any athlete in football. I mean, just I mean the spin move was ridiculous and just all that was just amazing. So. Even if you're not a Ravens fan, it's hard not to watch Lamar just play the game. You know, I love that he's so humble about it. He sets a great example to all the kids that look up to him, and that's good because there's so many kids that want to be Lamar. And the way he shows himself, like he doesn't brag, doesn't get mad, doesn't throw stuff, you know, break his helmet. He doesn't wear watches in the game like Odell does. You know, he's just overall a great guy, and I'm proud of him for that because losing two playoff games in a row can be really hard on someone, and he's handled it well. And I know that if he wins one, he'll handle that well, so I'm just glad for Lamar. So the Ravens also had an MVP season that ended with a thud. But like I said, it's only, it's only going to get better from here. So we still have both offensive and defensive coordinators coming back and head coach Harbaugh's back, Greg Roman's back, and Wink Martindale's back, our coordinators. Also our quarterback coach, James Urban, is back. So that's really good. I thought we'd lose offense and defense probably to the Browns and Giants. I thought we'd lose both of them, but they're back, so that means that Players are back. Coaches are back. Should be the same season, right? We'll see what the draft figures out. I can't wait for the draft, though, for agency. I think we're going to make a splash in this year's draft. So we'll see how that goes. So on now to the Super Bowl. This is going to be one hell of a game, okay? Both teams are injury-free, thank goodness. Both teams also have amazing coaches and players, right? I think that the 49ers are the most complete team because their defense is just so good and so is their offense if the Chiefs ha had a better defense it wouldn't be fair to face them because they're just they're so explosive on offense but don't get me wrong the Chiefs defense isn't terrible but they're not the best and the 49ers are, will probably take advantage of that and the 49ers defense probably can't stop the Chiefs but they can slow them down enough so their offense can keep control of the game and get a win but both teams have so much speed in offense, it's just crazy. I mean, both have so many home run hitters at the skill position as well. I mean, Mahomes versus Jimmy G will be very good as well. I think if Jimmy G can answer the question all year and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with Mahomes and beat him, I think no one can, ha can hate on him anymore. I mean, so many people are like, yeah, Jimmy G gets carried by that defense and the running game. Well, you know, he, he, t he like protects the football, he makes good throws, and when he has to do it, he does it, so... Just watch. I think he'll prove it the Super Bowl. I think he'll come through, and I think he'll have a great game. So will Mahomes, though. Both are really good. I, like I said, it'll be just a very fun matchup to watch. That's because Mahomes is as good as it gets right now. So my score prediction is the 49ers 38, the Chiefs 35. So I think if the 49ers can hold off the Chiefs in the final minutes and Jimmy G can get the 49ers in field goal range, it's over. Even with Mahomes, can do the same thing, right? Both have good special teams, too, so that's really, that one's not really better than the other one, so that's kind of even there, too. So both teams are even. Obviously, Mahomes better than Jimmy G, obviously, but defense is 49ers. So like I said, it's going to come down to a couple plays. Can the 49ers get a strip sack on Mahomes? Can Mahomes get a home run ball, like the first drive or the first play? That, you know, can he get off early like they can? I just don't think if the Chiefs start off early like they have against the Titans and against the Texans, I think it might be over because that 49ers defense is that good that they won't choke like the Texans and the, the Titans did, right? That defense will not do it. 
so the Chiefs got to start up fast. The, the 49ers can't start off sluggish either. They, they got to get going because the Chiefs can score on every drive of the game. Like I said, if the Chiefs will get into a shootout with the 49ers, it's over. The Chiefs are just too explosive and can score every drive of the game. So that is just crazy. Okay, so that'll do it for the main topics of this episode. Last thing, I just want to take time now and thank all you guys for all the support I've gotten so far. It's unreal how many people say they listen to it and help give me shout-outs. That's crazy, and I love all you guys for that. I get texts, emails, calls, Snapchats, all of it. They're saying you guys actually like it and listen to it. That's just crazy, guys. Th- thank you so much. I mean, can't believe you guys actually listen to this, you know. So <laughs> I, I even get texts saying, you know, Blake, what's the next one coming out? Coming out tonight, tomorrow, you know. I had a little stuff going on. I got a new job, so I've been working a lot more. So I got a new job. My car had a little problem. I got new, got to get it fixed, so that worked out. And then I got sick for a couple of days. I'm better now, so that put a hamper because I can't miss fourth throat talking to you guys. You know, I don't want to sound like a droid or something. So yeah, so I'm back now. The schedule will probably be I'll probably do one every Friday and every Monday. So I'll start the week off with one and end the week on one. That way you guys can get a dose on both ends of the week, and then. I might do a special one whenever I can with guests that come on, but I'll probably have some more guests on very, very soon. i got people lined up, I know, so we'll see how that goes. So, like I said, thank you all. I hope you all stick around forever. I love all you guys, and yeah, peace. All right, guys, like I said, that will do it for this episode on this wonderful Friday. I hope you guys enjoyed every single second of it. Once again, thanks for all the support and advice you guys give me. I can't do this without you guys. All of you guys stay safe, work hard, you know. Keep doing what you do in life and just stay strong, all right? Shout out to Aiden, Colin, Brandon, Drew, and Joey, and all the other bros. This is Blake Terry saying so long from Omaha, Nebraska. Next episode is the draft and free agency in the NFL. Remember, guys, have a good weekend, everybody. I love you all, and remember, nobody cares, work harder.